Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay, Atlanta's new standard in payroll. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, OnPay. Without them, we couldn't be sharing these important stories. Today on Atlanta Business Radio, we have Kevin Song with Withco. Welcome, Kevin. Hey, Reed. How are you? I am doing well. I am so excited to learn about your company. Tell us about Withco. How are you serving folks? Yeah, definitely. So Withco, we are an acquisition firm that helps small business owners become commercial property owners uh, all across the United States. We do that through our financial product called Lease to Own. We think that mortgages are pretty unattainable for most small business owners. We think leases are not a good option, especially for the best best business owners. Um, And so we've created this third option that really helps small business owners turn into really fantastic owners of properties. And in that, hopefully help them build generational wealth versus get displaced. Now, when you're saying small business, how are you defining small? I mean, the government has one definition and a lot of small business owners have another. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think from a very baseline perspective, we do use the Small Business Administration's guidance on what defines a small business, but it comes in all shapes and sizes. And so we look at everything from you know doctors and dentists to uh, people starting up retail concepts to people who are in the concrete polishing business to, of course, your you know local restaurants and neighborhood services. So then the property you're looking, that you're talking about, it could be, like you said, kind of a mom and pop small salon that's a standalone building to a larger office building. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It could be, you know, mom and pops who want to buy a single location and have a very permanent relationship with that community. It could be an entrepreneur who's looking to scale a concept from, you know, one to many locations. And it could be, you know, anything sort of in between. So what's your backstory? How did you get involved in this line of work? Yeah, so I started the company in 2019. Actually, quite a little bit of a personal story. I, um, my family had a grocery store in Brooklyn for about two decades. Mom and dad, good people, ran that thing, blood, sweat and tears. Did a lot of good things for the community. I think that was just a part of running a good local business. And uh, yeah, long story short, we get a phone call from a big developer who decided to uh, raise our rents. And so we lost that business a few weeks and we actually lost our home after a few months. And I was 11 when this was happening. And so really trying to understand why, why the heck this was what was happening in the first place. Um, but the question that I asked, you know, then and still sits with me to this day and has sort of become the, the kernel to start with Co. Um, was why being really successful and creating a lot of value uh, in that community actually ended up leading to our own demise. That question of, you know, why are there really good, fantastic entrepreneurs and families um, across America um, who effectively displaced themselves by being really successful? Uh, that became the, the real genesis to, to start the company. So ironically, the more value that your folks 
uh, were providing the community, the more valuable that property became. And that ultimately led to them being kind of removed from their, the neighborhood that they built and served. Yeah, exactly. It's, um, it's like the greatest irony of them all. Uh, it's the fact that, you know, we've built, um, you know, this system that, you know, kind of markets itself as rewarding hard work and success. But, you know, through that hard work and success, you actually end up destroying a lot of the value that you created. Um, you know, I don't think that's an America that we're really proud of. And, um, you know, I think when something like displacement actually happens, um, it's this sort of identity crisis that we face that the reality of our situation actually is not congruent with the identity um, that we have. And so, um, you know, that instance, you know, not only happens, you know, on a small local corner in Brooklyn, but it's happening, you know, more systemically across the country. Um, and, you know, one of the reasons that, you know, we're, we're in Atlanta and we're in Georgia in general is because, you know, we think this is going to be one of the next sort of epicenters, um, where so many people are moving there. So much, so much is changing. Um, and that's in no small part because of the, you know, fantastic local entrepreneurship that exists and the, and the great local businesses. Um, and so we want to support as many, you know, fantastic entrepreneurs as we, we can to sort of ride the wave that they've actually created. Now, what percentage of small businesses own their own property? Is it just a, a super small number? Yeah, it literally rounds to zero percent. Um, it is one of these weird sort of instances where, um, you know, it's mostly these sort of like mom and pop landlords that actually uh, you know, work and sell uh, and, and invest into these properties. Um, and, you know, I think in that, um, it's really, really easy, uh, you know, to sort of understand why, um, you know, some of these bigger sort of issues exist in the first place. Um, you know, we think the, the issue isn't that, you know, like a, a local landlord is making, you know, a practical decision for their family on who to work with and why. Um, it's really that this system has been put in place where, um, you know, a small local business, you know, Lee's coffee shop, um, you know, doesn't really stand a chance against like a Starbucks when, you know, you're competing on price and, you know, kind of rents and, um, all that sort of stuff that actually are important decisions. And so, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of sort of systemic sort of, um, you know, thinking that we do. Um, because ultimately it, it drives to a conclusion that, again, like I don't think any of us are really, really proud of. And it's one of those things I, I don't think people realize that a lot of larger uh, franchises or uh, businesses that have um, stores around, they're really real estate plays more than they are business plays or the business is just a part of what the what the real business is. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, you know, we know some, you know, well-known entrepreneurs who, you know, for example, in New York City um, have told us that they've made more money on selling uh, or owning their real estate than they've had on selling, you know, like millions of pastrami sandwiches, um, you know, creating sort of a different method or a way for small business owners um, who are truly putting their blood, sweat, and tears into creating a great operation um, and letting them get on sort of this path to a different type of wealth creation 
um, is something that, you know, makes us proud to come to work every day. Um, and I think, you know, we'll hopefully um, be the foundation to, to change a lot of the way that um, even America thinks about small business. Um, you know, we think it should be this career path that's accessible and exciting and wealth creating and not perceived to be this thing that's very risky or very passion driven exclusively. Um, it should be a, you know, really good decision for your family. And, um, you know, we think real estate ownership is just, just the start of that path for, uh, you know, great business owners in America. It's funny that you bring up the delis in New York. Uh, most of the kind of name brand delis aren't there anymore because of this. Yeah, that's right. But, but um, you know, 205 East Houston Street, Cassis Deli is going strong. They've been there for over 100 years and I don't think they're going anywhere. And I think it's in no small part because they, they own 205 East Houston Street. Right. They own the building. So therefore, their future is kind of safe. Yeah. And again, it's this, you know, sort of like weird platform risk that exists that this like great irony that we've set up for ourselves where, um, you know, business owners work really hard to make their business and therefore their place extremely valuable, um, yet aren't the ones that actually get to cash out on that value. Um, and it comes from this fact that mortgages and ownership are highly inaccessible for most business owners. Um, you know, they cannot save the down payment because it's, it's an impossible amount of money. Um, they also, um, do not, uh, you know, know how to buy commercial real estate. And for good reason, it's a very esoteric product. And, um, you know, unlike even buying a home, which has been very, very, you know, consumerized and educated and government supported, um, you know, small businesses, uh, you know, no one knows really how to buy commercial real estate except for, you know, a handful of, um, you know, companies and, and people. Um, and, uh, you know, again, on the other side of the lease is just this product that is so counterproductive. You end up, you know, if you do really well, you end up raising your own rents or, um, you know, having someone pay more for the space that you and the neighborhood that you've created, uh, most likely a big business. Um, or you have a big developer or someone else who has a genuine higher use of that space, you know, come in. And so, you know, we're sort of in the business of trying to serve small business owners to sort of have as many options as they can to, to build wealth. And, um, you know, one of those main pathways and sort of the foundational layer, we think, for uh, businesses that occupy space is just to make sure the relationship with that space um, is not only secure and that you have control over it, um, but that um, it's something that is an extremely good return on your investment um, because you're probably, you know, not only operating a great business, you're probably spending a lot of money to make that space wonderful. Um, and you're also doing, you know, a lot of great things for that neighborhood. So how does it work? How do I know if my business is um, the right business to take advantage of this opportunity? Um, how, how does the whole process work? Yeah, um, sometimes we'll find you, but we welcome people to come find us uh, any day of the week. Um, you go to with.co, you can learn a lot about, uh, you know, how we work and, and what we're doing. Um, on that, you'll sort of tell us what your situation is. Uh, maybe you're in, in an existing space that you love and it's the one for you and you want us to help you uh, buy that specific building. Uh, maybe you're coming at the end of a lease term and you want to move and look for a space that's bigger, smaller, exactly the same. 
Um, or maybe you want to grow. Maybe you have a few or one, you know, really successful location. Your landlord's never going to sell it to you. Um, but you want to open up your second or seventh or 15th location of a business. Um, and we can help you with that too. Um, once you, um, sort of come to with.co and go through that onboarding process, um, you'll get sort of white glove treatment from our team, um, to really help you, uh, kind of understand um, you know, how to invest in real estate with your business. Uh, we want to make it as easy and informative and, um, you know, we want to create options for you as much as possible. Um, and so, you know, by uploading, you know, your information and telling us what you're looking for, giving us your lease, um, and letting us really understand your purchasing power, um, uh, we can be extremely consultative, uh, in trying to, you know, create as many options, uh, for you as we possibly can. So say hypothetically, I have a, uh, I'm a, a doctor, you know, it's my own practice. I've been, you know, leasing in this space for a period of time. I make, you know, X number of dollars a year. You see how much I'm paying in rent. Uh, the lease is coming to an end. You know, my size is okay. Maybe, you know, I could always go bigger. I, I come to your website. I fill out some forms. I have a conversation and you are going to take that data and then say, hey, you know what, um, down the street, here's a building that might be appropriate and you help me move or help me acquire it? How, do, how does it work? Yeah, we'll be, we'll be fully turnkey, fully consultative to you. So it could be, hey, like this space that I'm in, my lease is expiring and uh, you know, my landlord has asked me, do I want to buy the building in which case, and you like the building, in which case, uh, we will help you price that building, uh, make an offer, run the entire due diligence process for you, uh, and basically give you back the keys and say, you're now on a lease to own agreement with us. Um, every year that you pay rent, uh, when you're on your agreement, you get, um, part of it back effectively, uh, in the form of a down payment credit. Um, and over the course of our lease term, um, our goal is to build you up to a full down payment that you need to actually buy the property back from us. Um, and we do, we run sort of every process of that journey. Um, if you're interested in moving or expanding, um, you know, we'll help you actually find those new locations. Uh, we work with great brokers across the country. We understand kind of the inventory, the real estate that's out there. Uh, that's possible to purchase. Um, and so whether you're coming to us with a property in mind, it could be the one you're in or the one down the street that you saw for sale sign on, um, or you need us to start from scratch and actually, you know, understand if the one you're in is, is the right one for you, um, and help you find new locations that, uh, can be great options for your business. Uh, we'll take it all the way through, um, from sort of beginning to end and, uh, the idea is to also, you know, not only run that process for you and make it something, uh, you know, that you can, you can rely on. Uh, we also want to build trust with you, uh, by actually educating you on why we're making some of the decisions that we're making because we are in effect making them together. Uh, we don't succeed unless you become our buyer. We want you to own the building. And so we're buying lease to owning and then selling the, the building to you. Um, and we both need to understand why, you know, this thing that 
can be the most transformative experience of your life, you know, can be the thing that sets your family up for generational wealth, uh, you know, why that's a fantastic decision for, for both sides. So I'm not just trading one landlord for another. You're helping, you're partnering with me to help me at some point um, be the landlord for myself and own the space. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, you know, I think business owners um, already have an ownership mindset, right? Like no one's building a business, um, you know, for just a short period of time, at least the ones that we we want to work with. They're building a business because this is what they're called to do or um, this is what they need to do or this is what, um, you know, really motivates them. And so um, we're with them sort of every step of the way and we want to make sure um, that they are, in effect, making a fantastic uh, investment decision um, for themselves where, you know, they're making, you know, a fantastic uh, return on their time by running a great business and that might be, you know, creating great profits for them. Uh, we want to make sure that those profits stay within their, you know, their hands by making sure the real estate is secure. Uh, and also in that same breath, actually helping them um, capitalize on that work that they're already doing in that space um, by, um, you know, educating them and doing the, the work for them uh, to, to make them, you know, sort of evolve them from being just a small business owner into a community, into being both a small business owner and a literal community owner um, by owning a piece of, of property. Now, when you're talking to uh, small business owners, is this kind of a mindset shift? Are you having to educate them on on the understanding that they are kind of vulnerable in the situation as a tenant rather than a, a you know the owner of the property? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we want there, no one likes surprises in the world of real estate, right? It's not like you know, no one likes when the landlord and the tenant have a conversation six months before the lease expires and the landlord says, well, actually I've got to double your rent. Um, you know, the, the neighborhood, the neighborhood, uh, and that business owner, uh, kind of go up in arms and say, you know, this is, this is like an infringement, uh, on the community rights. And it should be like, that should be the feeling actually, because, um, you know, losing, you know, like a, a cornerstone of your neighborhood is like, I don't know, like Coca-Cola going out of business in America uh, because they can't re-sign their lease. Like that local corner store or that local cornerstone, like failing to exist in the local economy and local society is a, you know, absolutely, you know, tragic thing. Um, and so, you know, we are sort of in that business of trying to help these business owners really, um, you know, get on that path and, um, in that, you know, education and understanding and, um, you know, really changing your mindset from being someone who, you know, operates a great local business on a daily, weekly, monthly business uh, into someone who can, you know, really think about how to build something for the long run. Because odds are, if you're, if you're great, you're already doing that. Um, you know, we're just trying to walk you across that bridge. Uh, being a renter to an owner um, and, uh, you know, enabling you to do that financially and, you know, with sort of the means and the education. Right. I, I just don't think that most business owners 
understand how vulnerable they are. Like you're mentioning some stories, um, you know, where they raise the rent double, triple. I, I mean, I've heard just recently a story here locally in Atlanta. They raised it four and a half times. Um, and it, it can happen to anybody. <laughs> and um, and you are vulnerable. And if you have an opportunity to take control of some of the this risk by... Um, you know, investing in yourself and investing in your building specifically with the help of somebody who knows their way around, I think it's definitely something you should be considering. I mean, I, I just don't think that the typical business owner understands how vulnerable that the, that at the end of a lease, your your rent can go up at whatever number that the landlord wants it to. No, that's right. That's right. I, I mean, I think one of the great philosophers said something like, you know, a healthy man, uh, you know, thinks about a million things and a sick man thinks about one thing. I think real estate um, and the relationship with the space is uh, very, very similar um, to kind of that sickness, right? It's like, it is the thing that is so foundational. It is the thing that your entire business runs on top of. Um, yet, you know, I think it's easy to sort of forget, um, you know, what that relationship actually means for the survival and the, you know, thriving of your business. Um, and so one of the first things that we ask for from a business owner is, um, you know, their lease, um, because we, once we see that lease can actually tell you, well, Hey, like you have three years left on your lease. Um, you know, that's great. Like you might've, you know, you might be on a great lease today. Uh, but actually like, there are a lot of cranes going up in Atlanta right now. And, you know, these big brands are actually coming in. And so um, even though you have the security of your lease today for the next three or so years, um, and you did a really good job of, you know, figuring out how to get uh, a lease that would, um, you know, protect you for, for a period of time, but it is a slow moving car crash. We know what's going to happen at the end of that, uh, at the end of that lease term, which is your landlord is going to be shopping around and asking, you know, okay, my lease coffee shop is interesting, but Starbucks is willing to pay me three times as much because Atlanta became, you know, this part of Atlanta became really cool. And now Starbucks wants to capitalize on that. Um, or hey, like this big developer is coming into town and, um, they're willing to pay me a lot of money to actually make uh, you know, this, this space, um, a really meaningful financial sort of opportunity for me. And so again, like it's really about preparation. Like we don't want small business owners to be, you know, caught by surprise about what's going to happen. And with that preparation, we can actually advise the business owner. All right. Hey, like your lease today, the, the current relationship that you have with your space. Um, is actually really good. You know, you are sort of tracking where the market is. And so by the end of that lease term, um, unless you just genuinely want to own, like you probably have a good option to sign another lease at a fair term. Um, or it could be that, hey, like we just want you to know, um, you know, the price of rents in this market for compared to where you are today is actually already double. And so um, there is going to be this car crash, really tough negotiation that's going to happen. And we want to prepare you, whether that means, um, you know, helping you uh, think about other options that you could potentially move to, um, whether it means making an offer to your landlord today so that, uh, you know, maybe you can you can take advantage of, of sort of having that relationship for the next three years in place already. Um, and so, yeah, again, all of this is about, um, you know, making sure the small business owner 
has all of the options in front of them to have the best relationship with space, um, including uh, one which is around permanent ownership and wealth creation through their business. And you're open to talking to people with several years left on their lease. They don't have to be ready to move, you know, in six months or 12 months. You, you'll talk to anybody, right? Yeah, we'll talk to anyone. We want people to come through our doors. Um, we want to be, you know, really, um, you know, helpful and supportive. Um, we know, like, starting a small business and running one successfully doesn't happen by accident. And so um, all of that work and, um, you know, blood, sweat and tears, again, that you've You've, uh, you've, you've done to create value. We want you to keep it. Um, and ultimately, you know, we understand that you coming to our doors today may mean, you know, we're not going to, you know, be able to have a, a meaningful conversation with you if you're not ready for ownership or, um, you have too much time left on your lease before you can make, make a move. Um, but, you know, ultimately it is again about providing great options to business owners, um, which, you know, once we have that information of, you know, what is your current relationship or relationships with space through leases? Uh, and, you know, where is the market? Um, and also, um, you know, how is your business doing? Um, you know, we've, we, we want situations where someone comes to us, you know, give us, gives us this information, um, and tells us what they're looking for. And we tell them, Hey, like, we've got nothing for you right now because, um, you know, your business isn't ready. Uh, you know, once we, you know, have that information, um, and we see that your business does become ready because, you know, your profit margins go up or, uh, you know, you're about a year left on your lease. Um, you know, we can start really, um, you know, creating great options for you. Um, it's just, again, like business owners have no business in or, you know, um, you know, reason to, uh, you know, have thought that this was something that was extremely possible for them. Uh, we want to enable and empower and educate them um, to, to prove to them that this is one of the best ways uh, to actually run a business um, and to, um, you know, create uh, security and control and wealth um, through having, you know, a fantastic, uh, you know, local business. So if somebody wants to learn more, have more substantive conversation with uh, somebody on your team, what's the way to do that? What's the website? Yeah, with.co, super easy. Um, should be some great sort of easy options there to sort of go, go through the journey. Um, you could also contact partnerships at with.co, uh, directly if, if there's something more urgent. Um, but, uh, I would, I would recommend with.co as a place to learn more and, um, to start the journey. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks so much, Lee. Really, really excited. Thanks. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio.